Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first podcast of E3? Question mark, he asked. Um, it all kind of crept up on me, this. I knew it was coming up, but I think as the plans were so vague and all the companies like waited till the last possible minute <laughs> to uh, announce all the press conferences, and like the times only came out like yesterday, um, which would make it 9th of June when the first press conference is on the 12th so kind of fucked up um, we're going to be reacting well I'll say we it's me to the Summer Game Fest which is Jeff Keighley's sort of pre-E3 thing that he's doing this year um, this yeah kind of crept up out of nowhere again like other things because this isn't something that normally happens normally you have E3 and then the press conferences kick it off and then it all goes from there but with 2021 being on all distanced one uh, things playing out a little bit differently so it's going to be really interesting um, I apologise for the sound quality uh, I have a fan on because it's fucking sweltering I'm sat on my creaky bed so if you hear some creaking that's what that is um, I did do some testing on the audio before I started recording and it sounded fine but that was with like a different video I don't know how loud the audio of the thing is hopefully you can hear me and it just fine but if not i apologize i'll try to fix it for the other press conferences coming up um which are coming up this weekend we've got a ubisoft one a gearbox one uh microsoft and bethesda are having their one i might watch the square enix one uh, and then there's the nintendo one so i'm going to try and react to all those and have the podcast out like straight away afterwards like i normally do with a normally three which this isn't normal obviously but gonna try my best it's gonna be a weird one I don't know what I'm predicting for this summer games thing because you would think if Nintendo or Microsoft had big things to show they would do it at their press conferences slash on the Nintendo Direct right like at the end uh, the Game Awards which Jeff Keighley also produces they announced Sephiroth as a new character for Smash well why would Nintendo have that here when it's like four days before their thing that they're gonna do. So I'm not really sure what I'm expecting. I guess there's no Sony press conference. So if Sony have stuff, this would be the place to show it. Um, I guess what I'm excited for is not really knowing. You know, I didn't react to the Game Awards um, because I didn't, I didn't really know if there was gonna be anything new to actually react to. And while I liked a lot of games and was glad they got awards, it's like that event was very long I'm not sure uh, if people would have enjoyed hearing me just go yeah I think that should have won no that shouldn't have won but then there were more announcements on that than I thought there were gonna be so I kind of regret not doing it anyway this is made by the same people uh, so I think they'll have some good stuff lined up it's just a matter of what this is even gonna be is it just gonna be like a normal press conference um, is there gonna be like musical performances and acts fucking who knows is there gonna be like an interview with Hideo Kojima halfway through, fuck knows. I I can only speculate. But it's six minutes away. Uh, and by the way, it said it was going to start at 6pm. It's now uh, 6.54. I think they didn't factor in daylight savings or something like that, which is very, very silly. Um, but yeah, six minutes left. I'm going to now stop recording this intro. And the next thing you'll hear will be the start of the Summer Games Fest. A 
I told you we'd start right on time. Hello, everyone around the world, and welcome to Summer Game Fest Kickoff Live, like presented Jeff by Dealey. Prime Gaming. I'm Jeff you get some and stick, buckle up, because we've got like a him. big show for you, filled with new game announcements, world premieres, updates on the games you play every day, some surprises, and special guests, including Jeff Goldblum, Giancarlo Esposito, and performances by Weezer, Japanese Breakfast, Hmm. and the Sonic the Hedgehog Symphony Orchestra. Yes, that's really a oh, thing. God. Now, like a great <laughs> video game, awful. there may be some twists along the way today, and just wait until you see what we have planned uh, for the end game. That is all I should point I'm out, allowed to I'm watching right this now. in 480p because this Mate is terrible, so if there's some crazy graphics thing and you guys are like, I can't wait to see what he says about that. Like Xbox and It'll probably just look like 480p to me. <laughs> <and more. You laughs> Nothing I can do about it with my shitty internet. And believe me, there is a lot of great stuff coming your way. But today, we kick things off with a big 90-minute cross-industry showcase meant to put platforms what? and rivalries oh, right. aside. Oh, we will have updates and news for you, no matter if you play on Nintendo Switch, PC, PlayStation, or Xbox. You the tell biggest Jeff. games in the world this will be here, and some of the smallest ones too, made by emerging voices and developers from around the world who represent what's next. Thank you so much for tuning in and kicking off Video Game Summer. Well, let's begin with a brand new game announcement. You're about to see the world premiere of the next great adventure from Gearbox and 2K. Oh, dream. Okay, I thought this was going to be announced at their thing they're doing on Saturday. Starring Andy Samberg. I recognize that name. Wanda Sykes. I also recognize that name. Will Arnett. Alright, these are some famous people. Ashley Birch. Her Royal Highness. Butt Stallion. Okay. So this is Borderlands adjacent. Wonderlands. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. I mean, I'm all in. You give me Borderlands, but you make it set in a fantasy world, and I'm Tiny in. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands is official, and joining us now is Tiny Tina herself, Ashley Birch. Hey, Ash. How you What's doing? up, baby? How you doing? Great to have you here. Uh, so, I think. The big question everyone's going to have is, what is Wonderland? What can you tell us about it? It's a great question. Yeah. It's, a, it's a high fantasy take on a looter shooter, as you saw. And um, if you're a fan of Borderlands, you'll probably recognize some fantasy elements inspired by Assault on Dragon Keep, which was the Borderlands 2 DLC that was beloved by the devs. And so this Very good kind DLC. of inspired Wonderlands. Now, I think the, the elephant in the room is, is this a Borderlands game? Is it not? How does it relate? 
So it actually isn't. It's its own standalone game. Um, and people that love Borderlands are going to find lots of elements to love about Wonderlands, but it's its own thing. Tiny Tina's got her own thing going on now. Um, so it's got its own mechanics. There's spell casting. You can customize your character this time, which is super exciting. And um, yeah, so if you love Borderlands, you're going to find stuff to love in this. And if you've never played a Borderlands game, this is a great place to start. Okay, well, Tiny Tina gets her own game, which is fantastic. Yes. What is her, her role? Why does she get her own game? So she is your bunker master. Um, she's kind of guiding the narrative and changing it on a dime if she wants. Um, and she's just taking your cast of characters, uh, which is an amazing cast, um, through this wacky world, uh, and she's taking you on. I mean, Dungeons and Dragons has sort of become a lot popular in the past few years with like Critical Role and now in lockdown, a lot of people are doing it on Twitch and stuff. So this makes sense. Feels like such a big experience. So this was a bit of a tease, announcing it's out there. When will we find out more about this game? Um, hopefully this summer, um, and okay. you can find out a lot more at playwonderlands.com if you'd love. Okay. Um, but yeah, just stay tuned for updates. All right, coming early 2022, so yes. look forward to next year. Ash, thank you so much for joining us in person. <coughs> Thanks for having me. for my throat, from. <laughs> uh, we'll see more later this summer. Kind of an interesting hey, format, right, just well, having uh, somebody stood there and they have a chat. I don't hate game it. Announcement. This one you probably are not expecting. A classic 90s franchise is coming back to life as a grid-based tactical strategy title for Steam on PC. This is an insanely fun trailer. Oh, fuck you, Internet. <laughs> you ever have that thing where the guy says, this the next thing's going to be extremely fun, and then the Internet breaks for a second? Whatever this is, I clearly have no nostalgia for it because I don't know what it is. Is it that game with the tanks on the cover? What am I thinking of? <laughs> Oh my god, this is gonna peck my head. I mean, the type of game that's on screen, we've seen it sort of come into popularity recently. Stuff like Into the Breach and obviously XCOM. So, really where you've seen this type of gameplay before. Very anime, which does nothing for me, but it's got a little bit of Advance Wars look to it. Also, this trailer starting to feel a bit long. Metal Slug. That's what I was. Well, I was thinking of it, but I couldn't think of it. Okay, Metal Slug Tactics. Uh, I'm okay, not asked, we have another but big announcement for it you looked alright. guest, but it's well past 3 a.m. their time, so don't worry, we chatted earlier, and I'm Ooh. very excited to share this with you right now. Hello, mystery guest. 
It's Hideo Hello, fucking Kojima. Dude. Oh, Jesus right. Christ. Mr. Kojima, it is so good to see you. Thank you for joining us uh, from Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Uh, first great of all, to see I just you, want mate. to ask, how are you doing? How are you feeling? How are things right now uh, over there in Japan? I'm going to ignore what Hideo Kojima has to say for a second and say, Jeff Keel looks really happy on that stage. He clearly put a lot of effort into this thing, which just sprung up. Because he wasn't sure if there's going to be any E3 stuff at all, so he was like, I'm going to make it happen. So good for him, you know? Well, we certainly hope that you're going to get your vaccine soon. Um, <laughs> let me ask you as a I did creator, how that, has this past year impacted I got the gist. Does anyone really care about how this past year creatively impacted Hideo Kojima? Because I don't. I'm sure he's saying what everyone's saying. Oh, it's really, really tough, but you know... Really let me find a new blah 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 to my blah 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 and now, now I think I'm really blah 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 blah. <sighs> like, I really, really like Metal Gear Solid 5 a lot, but shut up. <laughs> we have 90 minutes. This is already like five minutes too long. You just mentioned 9 11. Grief. Well, I know we are all very curious about what the next era of Hideo Kojima Entertainment is going to be. Um, I, I don't know how much you can say, but can you give us any sense of, of kind of where your mind's you at right give now? Us you're thinking about some of the for themes this or the ideas? To have been put in. You I can't say anything specifically. It's a drastic change, just like after 9-11. Stop saying 9-11。ものすごいスピードで変わっていくんで、で、そこでエンターテインメントが遅れを取ってしまうとダメなんで、想定をどうするかという、その予測ですね。あの、ま、全くこう宇宙人が攻めてくるとか、え、そういうゲーム
What is this Death Stranding DLC? Looks like a stealth level. Wasn't like the stealth and combat absolutely gash in this game. of oranges, okay, and an upside down cardboard box, oh my god, it's just like Metal Gear Solid everybody. is in a cardboard box. And now, you put the box back. The fuck was the point in any of this? Death Stranding Director's Cut. What was the fucking original? They gave him unlimited money and time to make whatever game he wanted. What did he leave out? You fucking hack, Hideo Kojima. Fucking Emperor's New Clothes of a Man. There you have joke. It. Death Stranding that annoys me so fucking much. That's like 10 minutes of this wasted. <laughs> I'm told the full reveal is just weeks away. Stay tuned. All right, next, it's my honor to welcome to Summer Game Fest a legendary actor who dedicated a whole episode of his Disney Plus show to exploring the world of gaming and has been in games <sighs> like Call of Duty Black Ops 3. And we're thrilled to have him here at Summer Game Fest. Jeff Goldblum, how are you, my friend? Thank you so much, G Joffrey, or G Geoff, or... Uh, sorry, uh, I think it's Jeff. I think it's Jeffrey. Hey, maybe it's Jeff. Hi, hi, hi Jeff. Uh, thank you so much, sincerely, for having me here. I'm thrilled to be that here. That hey, thing proper annoyed show, me. <laughs> um, and I was wondering uh, if there might be some video game <sighs> world premieres, as you say. Uh, and sure enough, yeah, uh, uh, there, there is. There is. Yes, we do like our world premieres around here. Any chance you uh, brought one with you today? Well, it's funny you should say that. Yes. You could say, uh, yes, I do. Uh, if you don't mind, I've uh, got something here. I'm going to read it on this. There's a little bit of a teleprompter that they're putting up here. So I'm going to read something because I don't want to get it wrong. I wanna, I'm very oh meticulous about this. So here's a dramatic reading of this game announcement. Ready? I'm going to make the game announcement right now. Hello. I'm here to welcome you to a very different world. It's going to elevate you to new heights. It's going to submerge you to new depths. 
maybe even challenge you to control chaos. No man's guy to you. Actually, it's going to certainly challenge you to control chaos. It's a world um, so-called evolved. Take a look at the, you guessed it, world premiere. Jesus Christ. Some of this is fucking unbearable. Well, there's an earnestness to it that I can't really hate. Lessons. We abused our power. So, what kind of we Jurassic Park game is this? Is it a like first-person shooter, or is it a park it builder? Because those are the only two types you can do, right? Or you could go Dino Crisis, but we weren't careful. And now, I don't uh, think they'll do that. Here we are. This is a very different world. Jurassic World Evolution 2. Okay, so. More park building? That's what Evolution was, right? But now there's underwater dinosaurs. Right, this performer's new album, Jubilee, oh, is no. out now, and her book, Crying in H Mart, is a New York Times bestseller. Here now to perform Glider from the upcoming open world game Sable by Raw Fury and Shedworks, it's Japanese Breakfast. Isn't that a sex position? actually eat this um so if we had so far we've had Hideo Kojima wasting everyone's time uh Jeff Goldblum wasting everybody's time at the time I didn't think he was but now looking back at what was a five minute rambling awkward segment just to announce a sequel to a Jurassic Park park building game a uh, waste of time uh Wonderlands I am genuinely excited for uh, what's the other thing? Metal Slug, XCOM. That's it. You've had a sequel to a game where you build a dinosaur park. We've had the director's cut of Death Stranding, which why was the original not the director's cut? Hideo Kojima had like twenty billion pounds and as long as he wanted to finish the game, so why? Was it not his cut? I don't understand. Uh, Wonderland's genuinely I'm excited for. Uh, I would like to see some gameplay. There was some spell casting, but I wonder if it's... You know, like 95% gun stuff, like Borderlands, and then some special powers as well, or... Do you find new spells in place of guns sometimes as well? That would be cool. I want to customise my character, I want to see how deep that is. Yeah, I'm excited for Wonderlands quite a lot. Mount Slug I have zero attachment to as a series. Um, I don't think I've ever even played one. 
it just wasn't what I was about when I was little. And that's kind of when you uh, would have played that, right? Oh, God. <sighs> that yawn isn't a sign of me being bored. That yawn is a sign of it being a billion degrees. I'm even a small fan pointed at my face from across the room. Uh, right, well, there's actually game footage going on behind this woman singing. Let me just unmute. Warning. The game behind her looks like a cel-shaded journey ripoff, so nothing really to report there. It's kind of cool how she's like in the game because the stage is all screens and stuff, but not really raving. So beautiful. Thank you, Michelle. Uh, Sable will be released on September 23rd this year. That's some news for you. And to learn more about this amazing game, Watch the Tribeca Game Showcase. That is tomorrow. It looked very generic. Was named an official selection of the legendary. That whole time. Now today is I was just the start of summer games. Sable was shown the on the screen, and I wasn't even. Bit and Double Fine will immediately follow the twice. live show today, and there are more events coming all weekend and all month, including the Xbox and Bethesda Game Showcase on Sunday. It's going to be a good one. Right now, though, we're thrilled to announce the upcoming Western release of a spectacular 3D, massively multiplayer online role-playing game. Welcome to the world of Lost Ark from Smilegate RPG and Amazon Games. You kind of lost me at the end there, Jeff, I'll be honest. I haven't been remotely interested in Arrow in like 15 years. A relic from the half-remembered chain war. <clears throat> Time for a wee drink. But now, our world has been torn once again. The demons have returned. <clears throat> With roaring destruction and waking nightmares. This looks so generic. Why do people waste their time making these games? You know what I mean? Like, a lot of people put in a lot of effort into making this game, clearly. And they're making generic MMO that's gonna fail. Combat looks bland. Vaguely Diablo 3-like, which I like Diablo 3. Shit, man. Out of hope, we turn to I feel like a gameplay trailer for an MMO is like the least important thing, right? If you're playing MMO, you want to know like the systems, what differentiates it from WoW, all that stuff. You don't, you don't care if there's a cutscene in it with a big battle. You want to know like how the raid queues are and <laughs> very specific stuff like that. I don't know. Maybe that's just my thinking. Someone who doesn't play MMOs. Sometimes when you play a game, there's that one thing in your inventory which turned out to be far more useful than you first realized. That's kind of like Prime Gaming. If you're an Amazon oh. Prime member, and most of you probably are, <laughs> you get a ton of gaming goodies every month. This month, you can download Battlefield 4 and Batman the Telltale series 
completely free for PC, and there are special in-game benefits and perks GTA Online, I love Valorant, Mr. Battlefield Apex 4. Legends, Don't and more that you can unlock. It's awesome value, and honestly, you didn't already have Battlefield 4, would not have been possible without the prime gaming then, folks believing in my vision. I don't know what you were playing at. This summer. There's so, been Battlefield 5 and Battlefield 1 since then. To check out all the perks and free games, which change every month, but you get to keep them forever. I always cash those games in when I'm watching Twitch streams and I see the little thing. I always go, oh, what's new? And cash them in, but... I think the only time I've ever actually played one was um, SteamWorld Dig 2. It was given away for free like years ago now. And that's how I eventually played that game. And that game is amazing, so yeah. But I'm already a Prime member, so why the fuck not? Okay, right now I'm honored to be joined by Call of Duty Warzone. GM of Call of Duty. Johanna, it's so great to have you with us here on Kickoff Live. Everyone is so excited about what Call of Duty's been doing with all these seasons, and I know uh, looks like next week, June 17th, Season 4. Yes, we're super excited. We're super this honored to be boring, here. This is boring, man. So thank you, first and foremost. You want to announce that. It's just such an amazing Season 4 we're experiencing such in your one live game thing a year? the entire brand, you know, from premium title releases to everything we'll talk about today. Yeah. With Warzone, with mobile, with esports, so it's just super incredible all the work. And shout out to everybody in the Call of Duty family who makes it happen every day. Yeah, no, you've been. I mean, I know season three, it was like you know Rambo, Die Hard. Now, I, who knows what's in store for season four? But you guys, you know, continually update the game now with new stuff. Uh, season four is coming next week. What can I enjoyed you, uh, playing Warzone. First as info a, on it, so what can you tell the fans watching around the world? Game, yeah, we're just it's jam packed with new content with. across Cold War. And Warzone, you know, you've got new weapons, we've got new maps, we've got badass new operators. Um, I'm super excited about the hijacked Gulag. We've got expanded zombies content for everybody who loves that part of, you know, the gameplay experience. So we're thrilled, and I'm excited to, to bring it forward a little bit here. Just today. do your own thing. I know we've got uh, the first look world premiere trailer of uh, season four. No one so, gives a uh, shit about a trailer now. for new stuff in Call of Duty Warzone. Everyone's already seen this trailer because it's a Call of Duty trailer. Secure the site. Cold War just turned hot. Two v two in Amsterdam. Who's fucking playing that? Another waste yeah, of fucking so time. One week away. Oh my god, one they're not done. Alright, well, uh, let's move on to... Uh, you first joined Activision to run uh, Call of Duty Esports, <laughs> and we're going to talk a little bit now about uh, oh what is the World Series <laughs> of uh, Warzone, which is going to start on June the 22nd. Uh, first of all, tell us, what is World Series Warzone? Yeah, we're they're really, really losing about me. it. It's really a new way for us to highlight competitive Call of Duty. You know, we've got great success going with Call of Duty League, and now we've got 
some of the biggest names in gaming battling it out in Verdansk for what will be the biggest prize pool in Warzone um, since it's launched, right? So um, we'll talk a little bit about what that entails, but custom Like, obviously, I have nothing against Call of Duty. I'm not some snob. To a side squad, so I really like Warzone they, uh, when I get to play it, but... Yes, uh, and coming up uh, uh, very soon, June 22nd. It's not uh, worth it using like, up this much like space on yeah, your huge E3 show, you know? Always, right? But certainly here with World Series of Warzone and partnering with Twitch Rivals, who's already done so much um, to really put competitive Warzone on display. So couldn't be in better partnership there, and uh, we're excited to have everybody tune in. Yes, uh, there is one thing, though, that everyone has been talking about online, and that's uh, everyone. the captains are going to be. Uh, Everyone's been talking of, about uh, the captains. The Wars, at least for the first event. Yeah. Um, I understand we've uh, getting a little bit reveal here of, of who's Can't tell you, man. Are, right? Walking yeah, down the street, the it's just captains, captains, captains. Of the first of many events to come. Uh, like I said, these are huge influencers and personalities in Call of Duty. No and way, not Tim the Tat Man. Call of Duty, right? Isn't he the guy you shit at the that game? What was it fucking called? It's not Among Us, it was the one before that. Some of these names, many of whom also <laughs> hail from the Call of Duty League yes. family. What's um, that actually called? I'm excited to see who kind of takes the cake here. We'll see. The fucking bean guys all in a big race. Oh my god, what is that called? I'm gonna Google search bean guys. Fall guys ultimate knockout. I typed a bean guys game into Google and that came up. Fall guys, Tim the Tapman, he was shit at that, right? There was like a big deal when he finally won one game of it. Definitely make him a captain, the guy who shit at games. That's what I like to All right, we've got lots of summer game fest kickoff to go. But right Keep now going. we've got Come a on, Jeff. surprise Breeze guest pass. joining us, my fellow Canadian, Ryan Reynolds. Hey Ryan. Well, thank you, Jeff. And hello, Summer Game Fest. Is this because his now, new film I, takes place in a I video know what you're game? Thinking. And no, I'm I'm not here to announce I'm the star of Elden Ring. I think. Instead, no, I'm making uh, I'm tired to talk about good old fashioned movies. You remember those Text. things? Of course you don't. Look, um, I've got text from Rob. Rob says, Ryan Reynolds is really funny. Dot, dot, dot. I actually like Ryan Reynolds. Uh, I, break oh, free I don't care. And I realize that it kind of sucks to be a you know lonely background character on an endless walk cycle. So now here's one of those world premieres. It's a first ever look at our cast on the big screen this August. And honestly, it's been so long I can't even remember who's even in this movie. I didn't say that. I'll cut that out. Yeah, I'll do it right now. My name is Guy. I thought I had everything I needed. Is this not the trailer that came out yesterday? But then I met her. Put these on. Oh my god! No, it's slightly different. Guy, there is no easy way to see this. This world, it's a video game. You're not real. Please stop my No, this this trailer came out yesterday. <laughs> Is going to so the world premieres are uh, God? Yes, he's an absolute troll. A day old. Trolls exist. We can save our world, but we have to fight together. I think this film will be okay. This guy is outskilling all these players. Was that Ninja? Oh my god. Okay, I'll take it back. This film's gonna fucking suck. 
eliminate him. Nope. I can't die. I'm never gonna die. Ah, <sighs> God. So there are Twitch streamers in the film. Great. I was fun seeing uh, Ninja, Pokey, Jacksepticeye, Laserbeam, all those guys who will be in uh, All those cunts. Yeah. Uh, Ryan had Great. to say it. I can't say it yet. All right. Uh, up next, it won multiple awards at the Game Awards, and Among Us just keeps going. Now it's time to hear from Innersloth on what's coming next. Okay, but will this actually be something? Because the Game Awards, they showed a new map, and it took them like six months to actually put it out. Hide and seek new mode. Players, new roles, including sheriff, scientists, new colours, new cosmetics. A new map. Okay, so not really much. At least that was a good trailer. It was like short and snappy, Lots a lot of, of information. Ahead. And cool. speaking of Among Us, last year you may remember the very rare Jeff Keighley mask was available as a Twitch drop around the Game Awards, never to be seen again. In fact, I often hear on Twitter from people who get booted from games with the mask because uh, folks think they're hacked. Well, never fear. Today, the mask is back. Just head to Twitch, connect your account, and watch 15 minutes or more of Kickoff Live to get your very own Jeff Keighley mask once again, and then it goes back into wow. the vault. I don't know what's going on. All right. Speaking of independent developers, now I'm very happy to welcome to Summer Game Fest the head of indies at PlayStation, a legend in his own right who has some exciting things to share, Shuhei Yoshida. Hi, Shu. Oh, I like a bit of Shu. Thanks, Jeff. Hi, everyone. I'm Shuhei Yoshida, head of PlayStation Indies. What I love about working with independent developers are the new and unexpected games that they create. He shows a really weird <laughs> place in his house to film this. It looks like he's about to be murdered. Like the door in, in the left is just going to slide slowly open. It's very exciting <laughs> to get to meet with these talented studios, which sometimes can be one person or a small group of friends, to help nurture their ideas and bring them to the PlayStation fans. One example is from Finji, who has been working with Greg Lobano, the developer of Wonder Song, to publish their new game, Chikori, a colorful tale. Chikori released today and gives players a chance to experience a coloring book style world where players use their painting powers to explore, solve puzzles, make friends, and draw on anything. Okay. Check out Chikori A Colorful Tale on PlayStation 4 or PlayStation Looks 5 after the show. As a huge Soulstone Games okay. fan, I totally enjoyed the beautiful 2D action adventure Salt and Sanctuary a few years ago. The developer mm -hmm. Studios has been hard at work on a new title, which I'm proud to present to you, Salt and Sacrifice. <laughs> Probably Soulsborne games that Our aren't Soulsborne games. Catch up with us. Is that they never get it right. Even the Soulsborne games don't get it right. Sekiro was way off for me, and Bloodborne wasn't there either. 
like a Dark Souls in 2D doesn't really work for me. I'm looking like, oh god, this gameplay looks fucking awful. Is this what the original was like? I never played it. It looks like a Flash game. Shitty animations and stuff. I live now only to hunt mages. <laughs> awful. This looks like a. This looks like the best Newgrounds game you've ever seen. But together, we will tame the chaos. The combat looks ass. I'm guessing salt is what you do instead of souls, right? Why else would there be a four-letter word beginning with S in the title? Thanks, Shu, and that's not all today. We're Man, I'm so negative on all these games. I was really, really fucking positive on a lot of the stuff from the Game Awards. I was in a Twitch chat that was super negative, and I was like getting really pissed off. They were just like really sarcastic about everything. It was like I'm not enjoying like hardly any of this. Which is a shame, because I'm more than open to enjoying stuff. seen that skating animation before. Have they put out a trailer for this in the past? Because it does... I have the vaguest sense of deja vu looking at this art style, and the person skating around looks weird. Solar Ash. Yeah, I recognise that name. Okay. That looks so, so great. Can't wait to see it later this year. Now, this does week it? there is a ton of video game news, but there's also a big game launch. Because it looked to me like he was on a rail and then he double jumped and pressed one button and got absolutely sucked towards the enemy. Swords, axes, you name I don't know. It. And it comes from Torn Banner Studios in my hometown of Toronto, Canada. Here's a look at the launch trailer for Chivalry 2, which you can play right now. Ah, see, Chivalry as well, not my thing. But Chivalry is one of those things I look at and I can tell it's definitely somebody's thing. There comes a time when a moment will decide your fate. Whereas like the MMO from before, like I look at that and I go, that looks like the most generic thing in the world, that's for nobody. Chivalry, I can tell it's for somebody. I don't know who, but you just, you can see somebody fucking loving the shit out of it. I get it. Is what I'm saying for chivalry. It's not for me, unfortunately. But. For Agatha. For Agatha. Sixty-four players. I didn't realise it was that high. 
I'd love to see some fun, like, clips of people playing chivalry really well, but I'm not gonna, like, go seek it out, because I'm not that arsed. It just looks kind of, this month, kind of fun. This month, Riot celebrating its one-year anniversary, and starting next Monday, June 14th, Prime Gaming members will get an exclusive player card to celebrate the one-year anniversary, and a pity party spray through June 25th. This is all leading up to the release of Episode 3 of the game later this month which will be celebrated with an epic WW Fest unlocked year one stream on June 25th. Wait, but there will also be a new agent. Who could it be? Well, here's your first very, very exclusive, but very, very quick tease to whet your ep appetite with more to be revealed later this month during Summer Game Fest. When he said WW, my brain went to WWE, and then I, my brain like broke for a second because I was like, why would wrestlers in the shooting game. <laughs> oh, that was really brief. Fucking hell, why even bother? Very, very quick. Alright, <laughs> uh, warring PMC factions face off against each other in Escape from Tarkov, the popular multiplayer first-person shooter video game developed by Battlestate Games. Today, we've got an exclusive new look at the streets of Tarkov, the new area of the game under development. I think this will be my first time seeing actual Tarkov gameplay. Oh, I think I saw a bit of it in the. There was a trailer Nvidia did for their new, like, low latency mode. I forget what it's called. So I'm not playing many FPSs. I think I saw some very brief gameplay in that. So far, nothing's happened. <coughs> Guess they're just showing off an environment, right? This game doesn't show very well, does it? It just looks like people shooting at inanimate objects. Oh, that guy got shot there. A single guy. Like, I'm a person who has played Warzone, has played PUBG. I'm the kind of person these guys are probably trying to get on board with a trailer like this. Exact opposite effect. These are just people holding down the fire button down a hallway. This is like a really bad trailer to try and get someone interested in playing this game. Also, there's this music over it, like it's proper epic. It's literally just people holding down the trigger whilst pointing it through a doorway. It's not earned that tone at all. And the trailer's over. 
a kid, the simulation games of Peter Molyneux were some of my favorites. Adding that extra salt on the fries in the theme park to increase your drink sales was so devilish. Well, many of the team members behind those sim games went on to create Two Point Studios and Two Point Hospital. Well, today we're excited to share the first trailer for their next Two Point simulation, Two Point Campus. Okay. That first sight of the school gates. I enjoyed watching Day Nine play uh, Two Point Hospital. The problem is, like, they're obviously just building up to Two Point City, and until they get to that point, I just can't really care. Right? Three years time, we'll be playing Two Point City, and that'll be cool. But until then, like. Academia has never been more appealing, more dynamic, more whatever this is. <sighs> Today's campus is a place to live and a place to learn. Finely crafted by the sharpest minds that money can buy. <coughs> Though sometimes you still can't get the staff. Yes, these days it really does feel as though anything is possible. Okay, bit of gameplay at the end at least. Fucking hell. I was just starting to think, like, why is this, like, CGI trailer good for a, a sim game? I really don't like the art style. Of this Art game, though. Wait, 2020? Jesus Christ, it's not even out this year. This year, I am thrilled the to have fuck? Netflix as a part of Summer Game Fest. They have been doing an incredible job adapting games <sighs> with series like Castlevania and the Dota anime. Well, there is a lot more coming. Oh, yeah, there was a Dota anime. <laughs> Tomorrow, I'm honored to be guest hosting Netflix. I played over a thousand hours of Dota, and I forgot about that. That's probably bad, isn't it? Uh, you can expect the first clip of the Cuphead show, which, spoiler alert, this show is going to be an absolute sensation. I can't wait for you to see it. I'll also sit down with the team behind well, Arcane. Well, Jeff, from you're also the guy who booked this show, this so I'm not 100% convinced you know exactly what he's... Witcher and the live Great entertainment. Resident Evil series. Geek Week is streaming live tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. Here's a little sneak peek. <laughs> What is Geek Week? Netflix Geek is hosting a free virtual event full of big news, Wait, exciting first on his and the people virtual gaming event, he's announcing Netflix's virtual gaming event. Games, movies, what zombies, animation, sci-fi. So frustrating, this whole thing. <laughs> People you love from the shows you love live. Grab your devices, tuck in, and join Netflix Geeks for Geeks Week. There's so much to get geeked about. We're, we're in E3. We aren't done with Netflix just yet, though. Coming up next is Smite, a cross-play, cross-platform game that continues what? to do some pretty amazing IP crossovers. You may remember last summer we announced the Avatar The Last Bender one. Uh, um, well, as Smite enters its ninth year, it's time to go <laughs> upside down. Smite's still going. That is insane.
Stranger Things. That new season must be awful for the amount they're whoring out this property. It's in Smite. They're making Magic the Gathering cards of it. They really want to milk this for everything it's worth before people realise how shitty the ending is, right? I actually really enjoyed the last season of Stranger Things, but this is a bad sign. I was a lot more positive on it than most people, actually. Next up, we announce a lot of games on my shows, but I think this is the first Not time we are announcing really. an entirely new game label, new game publisher. Enjoy this first look at more than 12 games that make up its initial slate. Could be interesting. Sometimes I ask myself what, what it all means. Let's begin. That was the Deus Ex guy. This is just a collection of random images so far. Payday. That definitely already existed. Is that who you are? My purpose makes me who I am. I finally have the feeling we're doing something worthwhile. Being relied on to succeed where others would fail. <laughs> Gun Rave Gore, the last Iricru outward scars above. Kingdom Come. Betman, Legion, Iron Harvest, Mountain Blade 2, King's Bounty 2, Codename Final Form, Encased, Echoes of the End. Prime Matter. Prime Matter. Wait, they didn't even say Payday. They had the Payday you guys it. in it. Prime Matter, Payday 3-2, and there is actually one more game added to the mix. And for that, we go to Todd Holland's head from Sabre. Todd, how you doing? Well, they didn't say... I'm great, Jeff. Thank you for the intro I there. guess they didn't I'm need really to. You know it's the Payday characters. Last edition, which is, is that Sabre and Weird Prime Matter are working together on a new game in the Painkiller franchise. All right, very cool on that. And there are more details on Prime what? Matter coming oh, tomorrow <laughs> with a stream at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, and I will be stopping by. Next up is a brand new IP from a brand new studio, Stray Bombay. It's coming this fall only to Xbox, PC, and Game Pass on day one. It's called The Anacrusis, a four-player cooperative first-person shooter set aboard a massive starship stranded at the edge of explored space. You team up with your friends in an infinitely replayable fight against alien hordes to unlock perks, weapons, and new ways to play that you can share with your team. Here is the world premiere trailer. If you heard silence from me there, it's because that was a very good pitch for me. Kind of <laughs> hit all the points I want. 
Oh, this art style looks awful, though. The animation of him running is... Who? Oh. It's just a bunch of enemies that, who seem to just stand upright. And their running animations are bad. I haven't seen them attack anyone yet. Did they even ragdoll? It doesn't look like it. Heavy. Really? We call them tanks. I call them brutes. From Latin, brutus. We'd sound smart calling them brutes. Eon, you don't want to get in here and help name these? No, I'm good. Brutes! That was their attempt at humor then. What a shame. Because <laughs> that looked fucking awful. Awesome. Thanks for that chat with the team of Stray Bomb Bay. Uh, tomorrow, tune into Summer Game Fest for a special deep dive presentation. All the enemies looked like they had broken necks. They just stood perfectly upright, slightly jogging at you. It looked awful. Man, there's so much room for like Left 4 Dead in space as well. The fact that that shitty looking game is the one who's taken that idea. It's really sad. Five-player challenges with unique mechanics, bosses, loot, and more. Six of these expeditions will be at launch with the closed beta on July 20th and the public launch on August 31st. I will also be down at the studio to chat with Scott. New World. The game is this also an MMO? Over the past year in the midst of COVID. It is this looks like for me slightly less generic MMO. Game studios again. I miss all these developers. So check out the special deep dive stream on New World tomorrow at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern at summergamefest.com. All right, well, back in 2018, Rocket League teamed up with Fast and Furious, bringing some of the saga's most iconic cars into okay. the game. And now they are back with a twist that is truly Rocket League with Fast 9, the next installment of the Fast Saga, arriving in U.S. theaters June 25th. Psyonix is bringing back the Nissan Skyline, Dodge Charger, and, well, maybe the most literal, supersonic, acrobatic, rocket-powered heist car ever conceived, the F9 Pontiac Fiero. This could not be less what I'm interested in. <laughs> I like Rocket League, but I mean, it had its time. Rocket League was one of those games that you play and you're like, oh my god, the people who made this know what they're doing. What are they going to do next? And then it turned out what they did next was Rocket League forever. They had nothing else that they could do. They were like, I guess all we know how to do is make Rocket League, so let's just keep doing that. Which is, I find it disappointing. They made a really good game. Just that. Non-stop since. Okay, next up, last year, a new Swedish company named Shark Mob released a teaser for their first unnamed multiplayer project in the Vampire the Masquerade universe. Tonight, we're putting a name ah. on their first game with a brand new world premiere trailer. I have a friend who's way into Vampire the Masquerade, so curious what they'll think, but.
years we have lived in secrecy among I realise I'm in 480p. Maintaining the but this does look like a PS3 game. We have influenced your society. Fed on your blood. Thrived among you. Until now. It's very flat looking. Also, is this an action game? I thought Vampire the Masquerade was like an RPG series. It's very action y by the looks of it. Become the ultimate vampire. That yarn might have been a little bit bottom. Just a just a teensy bit. I can't wait to play this game, and we actually won't have to wait long. You can sign up now for the bloodhunt.com is where you go for the closed alpha Bloodhunt. PC test available on July 2nd. Blood Hunt will be released later this year. Next, the latest horror that game sounds series like a parody game. of Until Dawn continues with The House of Ashes, part of the Dark Pictures anthology. This third game features American and Iraqi soldiers stranded in a temple. Here's the story trailer with the exclusive oh. reveal of the <laughs> monster so lurking in the depths. What's the other ones of these? Man of Madan. That was a recent one, right? I remember people talking about that. I think it's cool that this company exists, but because it's horror games, An ancient horror it's just not what I'm ever going to be about. From its slumber and is hungry for blood. Shall we see how many have fallen into shadow? Satellite sweeps of the war zone have uncovered what appears to be an underground storage facility. But I strongly suspect where chemical weapons are hidden, so we need to move fast. I don't think I recognize any of those faces. That's the whole thing, right? They get well-known actors to play the parts. To descend into the unknown alone is extremely brave. Or extremely foolish. We're gonna sigh up this shit. Brothers in arms, or will it be a case of each man for himself? Wasn't Rami Malik in the first of these games? You in Until Dawn, I think that was him. Him and Grant Ward from Age of Shield. Your survival depends on the choices you make. They will be as a compass, guiding you through the unknown. What nightmare have these luckless souls fallen into? You keep lookout. Lookout? Lookout for what? One by one, their lights will be snuffed out unless you can find the means to save them see this doesn't look trapped beneath the earth like a, a horror thing right will you find the path to salvation or be lost in the dark it's just a monster killing people forever i'm like this 
underground temple that is very well lit with sunlight, it looks like, which is weird. Just get out of there. Oh, they showed the monster at the end. It's not that scary looking. Okay, cool. And that bust of the creature showing how unscary looking it is. Great, that's great. That. Just great. One of the longest, most beloved JRPG franchises in the industry is the Tales of series. Well, the latest game, Arise, was announced two years ago, and it brings the franchise into stunning 3D with Unreal Engine 4. Here's a world premiere look at the latest trailer, with more information following in the coming weeks. He tries his best to make that sound exciting, bless him. I also have a friend who's into uh, Japanese RPGs, so he'll probably be pretty happy about this. Between the Renans and the Danans. I'm Dohilim Ilkaris. Should you need my skills on the battlefield, all I care for is maintaining peace. I'm Captain Kisara of the Elder Menencia Guard. Flare the From now on, when I fight, I fight to protect my dream. Well, this crew just gets bigger and bigger. God. The Renans. Seems the rumors you were running with them were true. Are there any RPGs where you have a party of like 12 people and they're all in the fight at the same time? Been looking for you. Because I was playing some Final Fantasy 12 a few weekends ago. And that's really annoying because they've got some good characters in that game and you can only use three of them in your party at a time and it's like... <sighs> I realise that was the PS2 game so it can't be too harsh on it. <laughs> but how have RPGs not progressed to the point where you can have a big old party? Maybe Final Fantasy 15? Yeah, they're up to 15. Le Petit Prince. Property of Pomace. For Summer Game Fest, we have a oh. special announcement for you. That the console version of Sky Children of the Light would arrive to Nintendo Switch on June 29th. And the Little Prince season would start soon after, on July 6th. Enjoy the game. Wait, what? One of the things I take great pleasure in is using a platform... I had never heard of either of those games, so that was very confusing a few seconds. ...the games that deserve the spotlight. That's definitely the case with this next title, from a small Swedish studio named Wishfully. Planet of Lana tells the story of a young girl and her loyal friend who embark on a mission through a colorful world that's designed to feel like a gouache watercolor painting come to life. Here's your first look at the Planet of Lana, coming to Xbox and PC in 2022. I find a lot easier to believe you when you say you want to feature small companies if you didn't have 10 minutes on Hideo Kojima talking bullshit and Call of Duty. <laughs> Really pretty art style. 
apart from on that kid who looks very bad. <laughs> Is there even any shading on him? Literally, the art style and everything but that kid is, is incredible. Thunderful and Wishfully presents. A hand-painted adventure? Okay, it does look hand-painted. I wonder if that's just what they're calling it, or if it actually is hand-painted, because it fucking looks it. What are you doing, phone? The Light of Lana. An off-earth odyssey. There's some stuff about that that looks cool. Everything but the main character. The main character looks like a stand-in that they accidentally forgot to change out. Oh, it comes out in 2022. Well, maybe I'll send them an email. <laughs> hey guys, just a quick suggestion from me. No, I, my opinion doesn't matter, don't worry. But here's what it is. What a beautiful... Overwatch 2. Game. Oh god, so many games I don't care about. Well, joining me now is Aaron Keller, who's the game director of Overwatch 2. Aaron, uh, great to have you here on Kickoff Live. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so but much. At least this is a game that's not yeah, out we yet. We are like. excited to learn more about what's planned for Overwatch 2. You guys recently you had a, a PvP live stream that I watched, and you revealed some uh, some changes coming to Overwatch 2. Uh, what can you tell us? What's the latest? Yeah, so we recently announced that Overwatch 2's format is changing to a 5v5 team format. This requires a fresh look at all of our I heroes. I fucking in the game. said it should be it 5v5 should when Overwatch 1 came out. I fucking complained about that in the fucking beta combat. of Overwatch. Yeah, uh, it was great to see you guys playing, and uh, you know, I did, long awaited for people to get a chance to go Knew hands it. on with it. Um, and today, I know you brought us a look at uh, some skins for some of the uh, some of the characters, right? Yeah, the yeah. team is so passionate about updating the look the, and the feel of the world of Overwatch. And one aspect of that is creating entirely new models for Overwatch 2 for all of our heroes. So today, we're going to be looking at two of those. Uh, Baptiste and Sombra. No. All right, well, let's take a look here, and I know you're going to tell us a little bit about what we're seeing, but uh, it's so cool to see these characters brought into Overwatch 2. So, yeah, Are you literally, here. before the yeah, game's so even out, Baptiste. showing people the skins um, they can buy? That's that go fucking into disgusting. Uh, we have new share hater yeah, we have fucking shame to yourself. Hair shader tech, excuse me, um, in order to, to get the look that we're going for with his haircut. He also has a glowing cape and gloves that kind of um, give that medic or surgeon vibe to him. Uh, Thank you. And uh, are we going to Sombra, I think? Right? Yep, so next up is Sombra. This was a very challenging look for us to update. There's, It's an asymmetrical design. There's so many layers of hair and clothing and technology in this. If you look closely, Fucking you can Blizzard, actually see man. circuitry and nodes. Why do people keep giving them money? Clothing. She's a world-class hacker, so it all makes sense. <laughs> no, again, it's, you know, so great for fans to see these characters you know Fucking and love. piece of shit uh, company. 
the first game updated for Overwatch 2, and we can't wait to see uh, massive more on shame Blizzard are nowadays. Little sneak preview here, and I'm sure there'll be more later this year on Overwatch 2. You bet. Thank you. Awesome. All right. Thanks Before very much. Before they even showed uh, now, recently I had a, chance a to gameplay Dungeons trailer, they showed skins you can spend money on. That's right. You didn't expect me to say that. But this game is a ton of fun, and it's coming. He did say WWE that June time. 22nd. Take a look. Hey guys, it's Jeff Keeley, and today, as part of Summer Game Fest, we are going hands-on with a game that is coming out in just a couple of weeks. It is Dark Alliance, and we've got Jeff, one of the game developers from 2K, Jeff, special guests, Hannibal Burris, and Ember Moon. Okay, okay. Uh, that looks like oh, a trap. Oh, that looks like a trap. Oh, my God. Traps. Ow. Oh, shit. Oh no, you get that. Oh, no. <laughs> a warrior's death. I died again. I'm coming to get you. I guess. Hey, hey, hey. At oh, least when you make something <laughs> that looks generic, but it's oh, no. actually Dungeons oh, no, and Dragons, I'm down. I'm down, like branded, down. that it makes down. sense that it looks generic. Because really that's the whole thing. Absolutely. Is it's you know, here's a world and you insert the character into it. So. This is the one time where that actually makes sense. That everyone sees on TV is actually based on this character. The red eyes, even though Driss has purple, I just love everything about him that he's just constantly the good guy the entire time. Oh! Oh, oh what the? Oh. He's the chef. Ah, uh, that doesn't look healthy at all. Oh, why'd I just all run right, up on him like that? Well, Let me see I'm what you now. got. You so ain't got what? nothing on us, baby. I'm here now. Oh, oh, whoa, oh, whoa. I spoke oh. way too soon. <laughs> we got this is a... Uh, come on, come on! We don't want any dessert. It's not very fun to watch, there you but... Go. Let's go! <laughs> Damn, what a death. I'm gonna have some weird dreams tonight because of that. Oh, he flipped us off! <laughs> Act complete! That was great. Yeah! Get it! What is the game, though? Is it an RPG multiplayer thing? They don't want to tell me I don't really care. Ugh. I saw what this was, and it didn't stick in my brain. Are these characters all known? Paladins, right. I guess they're announcing five new characters for Paladins. Alright, Summer Game Fest kickoff live, presented by Prime Gaming, continues. Yesterday was an amazing tease of the next Battlefield from EA. And if you want to dust up on the history of the franchise, its last big modern day game, uh, that was Battlefield 4. It's this month, Prime Gaming members get to download it and play it for Battlefield free. Battlefield 4 is a fucking sick 20. game. Now, fucking love no that game. Catch. This is the full-blown PC version of the 2013 game, and those only in Battlefield moments still hold up. Just head to gaming.amazon.com to redeem your free copy right now if you are an Amazon Prime member. And this Sunday, watch the Xbox and Bethesda Game Showcase for the first gameplay footage of Battlefield 2042. Yes. Be really cool. Um, all right, right now, let's take a look at another world premiere. Monster Hunter Stories is coming to the Switch in July. No. We've got your first look at the story trailer. <laughs> I really, really like Monster Hunter World. I can't tell you what the story was. There was a, a giant monster that you had to stop, and that was it. 
Oh, wings of ruin. Mag mag magna. Magna something os. What's fun about Monster Hunter is grinding monsters to upgrade better gear to grind better monsters. Can't let you interfere with our plans. It's not a compelling setting for a good story because it's all gameplay and carrots on sticks. You suppose he saw this coming? We won't let you awaken it. They've not shown any gameplay, I don't think. Are they trying to trick people into thinking it's a new Monster Hunter game? to be born, huh? What? Oh, amiibos. Nice. July 9th. Oh, that's soon. For the three people that care. Next, this legendary rock soon. band hits the road this summer on no. the Hello Mega Tour with Green Day and Fall Out Boy. But first, they came together with an <laughs> indie developer like to hell. create stream-safe music for the community. <laughs> yes, you can co-stream this performance. So turn it up, premiering their brand new, never-before-released song, Tell Me What You Want, from Wavebreak. This is Weezer! Gonna mute this uh, shitty music. Uh, there is some gameplay behind it. What is the gameplay? It's obscured by Weezer, unfortunately. Wave break? Is it? Are they on jet skis? Is this like a wave race? Tony Hawk thing? What the fuck? Looks like Tony Hawk on jet skis, I guess. Man, okay, so we're at a point now where they said it was going to be 90 minutes, which means there's about 15 minutes left. Room for, what's his performance is over, what, one more big thing? If they're going to devote like 10 minutes to it, it could be a really big thing. Um, but so far... Wonderlands, as I've already said. Still the highlight for me. For what I'm looking for. Uh, glad to hear there'll be more Battlefield 2042 stuff. At Xbox. Because I love Battlefield 3. I love Battlefield 4. And I'm pumped for another Battlefield game that isn't taking place in World War 1 or 2. I also love Battlefield 2142. So to see them go closer to that to that future shit is what I'm after. What else has been at this thing that is good? I can't think of anything.
I'm genuinely struggling to think. Again, at the Game Awards, I was in a Twitch chat that was being unbelievably negative and snarky. And that really pissed me off because there was some interesting stuff being shown. But this, like, I feel like every single thing has just been the exact opposite of what I'm after, personally. Or it's been like, let's spend 10 minutes on Call of Duty, which has been out for years. <laughs> uh, and all they're doing is showing an updated season like a week before the old season ends. Uh, I'm devoting like 10 minutes to Hideo Kojima chatting bullshit, talking about 9-11, only to be followed by a trailer for Death Stranding Director's Cut, which is like saying they're releasing a Director's Cut of the extended edition of Lord of the Rings, like the most indulgent crap I've ever heard. Ugh. I wish there had been more good-looking games, because I would be talking about them right now, but instead I have to unmute Weezer because I have nothing to say. Oh, they finished! Dream! I blagged my way through that. This is so amazing. Uh, thank you, Rivers and guys, for that. Both the song and the game released tomorrow on PC, Nintendo Switch, music streaming platforms, Twitch soundtrack... Oh, that Jet Ski Tony Hawk's game's out tomorrow. That's kind of on vaguely interesting. All right, well... Right now, let's turn to a game that we announced last year at the Game Awards, Endless Dungeon from Amplitude. We showed a brief glimpse of gameplay in December, and fans wanted more. Well, here's an extended look at Endless Dungeon. Okay. I don't remember this. We're stuck in this wreck until everybody learns the rules. Yep, all of them. Hate the art style instantly. God damn it. Certain weapons work better on certain monsters. Oh, it's Learn a fucking it twin die. joystick shiro. Oh. Why? Option B then. Rule number two. Use turrets to protect that unstable dust bomb we call the crystal. Because it's their catnip. And if it goes... Is it... You go. Tower defensive? Yep. Just like that. Rule number three. Watch your squad. Even if you've got the guns, the turrets, and the crystal, you can't do everything. The gameplay by looks really poo. Fight alone, you like they're shooting and nothing it looks so unimpactful. It's like they're shooting air at these enemies. Together again. And rule number four? Well, if you've got all that going, but you still can't win. This is this chair has been nothing but gameplay, and the gameplay looks bad. Tag team. I'm also, I saw a discount Samus just hanging out. The gameplay just looked like it had no tonight? impact. If you're lucky enough to have a PS5, you're probably getting ready to play Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. I've been playing it and having. A ton of fun. Well, later today, the team at Insomniac is going to be doing a special launch stream on Twitch. And to tell us more, take it away, Marcus and Mike. Hey, Jeff, and everybody watching Summer Games Fest Kickoff Live. Marcus Smith here, creative director at Insomniac Games for Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. We're excited that players finally get a chance to play the game tomorrow and to celebrate. We want to spend some more time with you today. 
at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. This Eastern, game looks wild to me. <laughs> hour of Rift Apart. All the, like, portals that you right. zip through, I'm it's just a skin on a grappling hook. I don't know why people think it looks cool. Game, we'll also be taking your questions live and talking about what it was like to develop the game behind the scenes. So please join us at twitch.tv slash insomniacgames at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. And this is over. Are you over yet? Not quite yet. Okay. Not too long. Moving on. Good. Okay. All right, that wasn't too painful. We're now about to be joined by the one and only John Carlo Esposito to talk Far Cry 6. Oh, uh, John Carlo, thank you for joining us. So why did you want to take on this role? They came to me with this phenomenal idea uh, and had proposed that uh, I play Anton Castillo, uh, the leader of Yara, with this big vision and dream for his country. And it, it really appealed to me because he was a guy who first came from a love of his family and a love of his community uh, and country. I think and it was so Far Cry in, in, 4 in or 5. what's going on in the world politically today. And what has happened looked like past, it had a super fun multiplayer that I almost asked a friend if they wanted to play with me, but I would have so to buy the game for it and I can't be asked. <laughs> it excites me as a filmmaker that I wanted to be a part of it. All right, well, you've played some absolutely amazing villains in your career. What was it like being a video game I don't think villain? this guy's a villain. No, I'm not a villain. Told you. To, Fucking told you. I'm gonna back on you. I'll let Fuck you finish. You. Fuck <laughs> off. This guy loves so this complex. country. He wants to empower you, Keely. He wants to empower you to stand up and speak your truth. Now you can go back to calling me a villain if you like. Well, you are smiling <clears> on the box. Every... You're a good guy, right? Every fucking game I am because I, that I isn't The Last of Us like 2 are such shallow characters that there's no way that's true. And I, I, I want to be a renegade within reason. How do you like that? Because I think part and parcel of us falling in line and doing what we need to do and thinking about the cumulative <sighs> effect of our doing what's right and the example of that is also to stand up and say, no, I do agree that they're good and bad about all people. None of this, this shit guy, is interesting to anybody. Because everybody people, knows he's trying shit. What they need to do is time, just have this allow him to be amazing actor to turn up and say, I'm in this uh, game, of your character, here's the trailer. Base him on or study to create this character? It's so interesting because, of course, the, the obvious choice to study is Fidel Castro. And it is Jeff Keighley loves his little famous friends. So I think that's the problem. But really, the dream of the ability he needs to take a step back and just sort of cultivate those resources. Realize what is Something and isn't working. The there. And hopefully that can because the worst the bits of this so far have definitely been Jeff Goldblum, Hideo Kojima, and so far this shit. And and uh, also Hitler, uh, because we were talking about zodiac signs. Oh my god! What signs were certain people? What is that mindset that has you? So between to be his three friends that he's talked to. One brought up 9-11 twice, and the others just mentioned Hitler. And studied political science and all this college. So anyway, so... <laughs> Alright, well, one last question for you. Uh, who would win in a square-off between Gus Fring, Moff Gideon, and Anton? You know, and I have my favorites in those, too. So you asked me this question. Uh, and, and, you know, immediately, I say Moff Gideon immediately you know somehow I, I think gus is colder 
and displays that coldness in a very particular way. Uh, you know, I think Anton could be the most violent If man he had cut Earth, out the Hideo Kojima uh, shit, this shit, and Jeff Goldblum's ramblings, there's room for like three or four more games in here from those small indie companies he says he cares so much about. You know what I mean? And he, he does all his own dirty work. And he has an incredible tool to help him out. So I'm going to say Moff Gideon. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, uh, John Carlo, thank you so much for hanging out with us. We will check out the revolution in Far Cry 6. And I can't wait for it to begin. Let the games begin! <laughs> awesome. All right, thank you so much, John Carlo. <laughs> that was you so awkward. You haven't picked up on it yet. Prime Gaming unlocks a ton of in-game benefits for Amazon Prime members. Like an exclusive Wait, Valkyrie skin in Apex Legends. You're not going to show a trailer for Far Cry 6? GTA cash every week you play GTA Online. And in Fall Guys, you get a special Burning Circuits costume for your bean no. through June 21st. Now, speaking of Fall Guys, the time has come to reveal a brand new costume coming to the game based on a legendary There's like two minutes game. left, Jeff. Check it out. There's no time for this. Jeffrey. What are you doing, Jeffrey? It's the the robot woman from near, right? Straight into another trailer. It's the first time they've done this, this whole fucking presentation. Trailer into trailer, like this is some kind of press conference with games you care about. Although this does look like generic RPG stuff. Land characters. The light in their vision will fade away. Organizing the clash is my way of uncovering hidden talents, and hopefully this time, getting a vision to glow again. Your opponent is new to the clash, but he has quickly become the dark horse of the tournament. The vision is missing. The sounds of nature turn into a clamor of noise during stormy weather. The winds are coming. Clouds hide. The birds come! Oh, Jesus Christ, that was Genshin Impact? I've seen Genshin so Impact before. Games, that game's so generic looking, I didn't even recognize it. That's fucking Join shocking. Joining me now are Dave Anthony and Jason Blundell from the newly formed Deviation Games. Uh, we know you guys well from all your amazing work over the years. <coughs> They're really not showing a Far Cry 6 trailer? But, uh, what can we expect from your new studio, guys? Well, thank, thanks, Jeff. And uh, look, Jason fuck? and I, we've been mates for donkey's years. <laughs> and well, like an old married couple, Jeff, and uh, we've been working together for decades. And we've worked on some huge franchises. Have you known each other for long, though? That's my well. question. And uh, but we thought, you know, when you're working on those franchises, the long-established IPs, you're working with them very, very... Been working together long, then, yeah. ...creatively about what you can do. So we thought, after all these years, you know... After all those... You guys must have known each other for so long. Deviation Games. Okay. So, Jeff, just trust me, all bets are off. From right. day one, we got complete financial security to work with creative freedom and time, not just to make a brand new IP, which yeah. is what we're doing, but a groundbreaking new IP with innovation at its very core. And the team at Deviation Games, the culture we have is really, really simple. It's, there's no place for ego. It's the best idea that always wins, and that's Deviation Games. All right, well, uh, 
big ideas from you guys as we would expect. Now, I know it's very early and uh, there is nothing to show on the game today, but can you tell us about what kind of game you're making? What can we expect? Yeah, I mean, you're very right there, Jeff. Very early, but a um, lot of exciting stuff going on. So essentially, we spent the last year... They must have paid for this, right? There's no way Jeff Keeler was sat home like, I know what I want to feature on this thing creative, collaborative people and bring them together kind of under one roof. And that's what Deviation Games is. So, uh, yeah, we don't have anything to show right now, but that, that collaboration, that imagination... What a waste of fucking time. We're going to have something that's going to, uh, I think, leave an indelible mark. These two guys, I mean, they look like right, they've known well, each other for a, a long time. Don't get me wrong. Thick as thieves. Clearly been mates for a while. For that. But they've got fuck all to even show or talk about. They're just chatting bullshit. You're making games for PlayStation. Okay, big news. The stage has changed. Uh, <laughs> blue of PlayStation. So you're partnering with uh, with PlayStation. What can you tell us about that partnership? That's right, Jeff. And the partnership with PlayStation, it's awesome all about PlayStation. Quality. We've been mates for years. Project, it's all about quality. <laughs> and our team of deviators that we have back uh, in the studio. I hit all the marketing, mate. We are so proud of you. And... Um, you can tell from his accent, he's a proper blacker. He's got, very, very he's got fucking I mean, nothing. God, just look at the track record of consistency of high quality games that they do. He's got Hit fucking no game. idea how to make a game. He's never said the word Sony out loud before today. And we see how they do things. It's really clear how they're managing to accomplish that. So we couldn't be more proud to expand PlayStation's portfolio, which we're going to do in a very, very significant way. I mean, let's just face it, right? Sony rocks, and they, they get our kind of brand of crazy, so we're That's very right. happy with this partnership. All right, so Deviation Games, PlayStation, brand new A partnership. IP, a mega IP Not unlike me and Jeff have had for 25 years. Just friends for so many years. Thanks a lot, Jeff. Awesome. All right, uh, Dave, Jason, thank you very much, guys. All right, well, this year is the nah, good guys, anniversary though. of Sonic the Hedgehog. And they know each month. other. We have done for years. We are honored to be the full Sonic Symphony performance. Oh, fuck. Right now, here's the Philharmonic Orchestra in Prague performing the music of Sonic Unleashed. Wait. So this isn't the Sonic Orchestra. This is the Philharmonic Orchestra from Prague. The Sonic Orchestra is after this with a separate musical performance? Sega must have paid a lot for this, right? There's no way this was like Jeff's dream get for this thing. My guess is that these big companies pay him a lot of money and then he has a little bit of room on the sides to say like, and here's this small indie game that I think looks cool. And then the rest of it is just like, here's your Call of Duty, here's your... PlayStation announcing they've acquired a new studio, making a big song and dance, chatting all the bullshit. <sighs> so corporate. At least, at least when there's like a Sony one or a Microsoft one or a Nintendo one, that corporate interest isn't you giving them your money. So the whole time they're just appealing to you. You know what I mean? So this is Jeff Keighley trying to get money by appealing to those companies. And it feels like one layer removed of market. So it's like people on stage trying to sell Jeff Keighley the game 
and I just have to watch it. Doesn't really work. I think he's a nice guy, Jeff Keighley, but he's, you know, he's running a business. Tune in at 12pm for the full performance on June 23rd. No. No one's doing that. Love orchestra music. Alright, Sunday. Ooh, back Warner to Blood. Brothers Games and Turtle Rock will be giving players a new look at the zombie multiplayer fun of Back for Blood. And right now we've got a quick tease of a new boss and news on the beta coming later this summer. See, what's weird about this is I saw this in the schedule for this weekend, so I assumed along with all the other shit that was on that schedule, that it wouldn't be turning up here. If this would, if this had just been like a, a taster for all the stuff that was going to come on the weekend, like, you know, here's a little teaser of what's going to come up on the Microsoft one. Here's something that's going to show up at the Nintendo one. Then that would be way better than whatever this shit has been, right? If it was like, uh, teasing that they're going to release a new Smash Bros. character and they're going to show it at the Nintendo one, all they have to do is tease it here and get people excited for the other things. That would be cool. So I'm, I approve of this little Back for Blood trailer. And then if you watch it and you're like, interested, right there it says, tune into the showcase on June 13th. That's what this whole thing should have been. passionate about is getting you guys access to play more games at home. Last year, Steam and Xbox did incredible demo events around Summer Game Fest, and this year, Steam's Next Fest starts next Wednesday, and Xbox is back again to do an ID at Xbox demo event, which I'm announcing right now. It starts on Tuesday and it's completely free. No badges required. One of the games I'm most excited about in the lineup is Tunic from my fellow Canadian, Andrew Scholdice. Here he is to give you a little sneak preview of the brand new demo, which you can exclusively play on Xbox starting on Tuesday. Oh, Tunic. I wonder if I'll be able to play it. I, I didn't. Hi, I didn't play the original. One on Nick. So uh, nice I play action adventures about tiny fox in the big world, where you explore the wilderness. Uh, I make and myself laugh, seasons. and that's the important thing. First started working on it. Uh, about oh, I have ago. seen this. This is the and, uh, Zelda game. Well, it's not Zelda, years, obviously. But, but, uh, I'm really excited about where we've got the little fox that so is basically a Zelda game. You start the game, and you are a little fox that's washed up on a beach, and you don't have a whole lot of context except for you know. Uh, uh, a lust for adventure and you are going to wander off and maybe you're going to find a stick and maybe if you venture a little bit further maybe you're going to find a sword and it's really about that sense of discovery about wondering this looks cool corner. people have played the game at shows before but we wanted to put together a brand new demo that was you know for the home audience and so it's full of there's definitely room out there for more stuff zelda like games of areas people haven't seen before it takes balls as well to make a game like a zelda game because you're literally competing against so excited zelda so. about tunic and sable also uh is going to be one of the games looks really cool out, along with a lot of other awesome titles so check that out next week on Xbox. Uh, next up, stave off Ragnarok in this ancient Norse-inspired co-op action survival RPG that you can also fully play solo. H classic hack-and-slash gameplay goes Viking in Norsefell's Tribes of Midgard, launching on PlayStation and PC July 27th. Here is the brand new trailer. Okay, okay. There's a lot of words in there. The giants have come to Midgard, and you have been chosen uh, by the gods to protect this game. But your has an art style I do not like, but at least it's 
drafted. Well, it's not actually unique. Your tribe's journey starts in the wilderness. Oh, the animations aren't great. Pets, gather rare resources and explore the untamed world. Once you've plundered all you can carry, return to your village and use This looks like a fake game someone will be playing on a screen in a TV show. the seed of Yggdrasil at all costs. For this world and everything in it will be destroyed forever. So take heed. The healthings rise when the sun sets. Destroy these dark spirits before they destroy the seed. Each victorious night makes way for a new day to venture into new lands, build to greater heights, and face fiercer creatures. And with great risk comes great rewards. But be careful, you're of little use to Midgard squashed by a troll. Craft legendary weapons, build deadly defenses, and grow the strength of your tribe. Ah, those giants this... are on their way. And it's time for us to end their path of destruction. I can't imagine show them our might. any this person is watching height. this thinking, Oh, this looks sick. This looks really cool. As the saying goes, I want to play this. It just looks fucking dull. And it has an art style which makes you think there's no consequence to anything. It's not always the case with cartoony ones. But this one, you, you look at it and you're like... Who's ready for some How can I take this dead? seriously? We announced this game last December at TGA and now it's time right. for an extended look at the gameplay. To tell us more, let's turn it over to my friend Tim Willits from Sabre. Hi Jeff, it's great to see you. Today we have well, this guy's got a huge Iron Man thing in his background that looks fucking awesome. We are excited to show you this, and to help me explain it is Bruce Campbell. Thank you. Of course, more Jeff's famous friends talking over a trailer though. Fucking well done. About time. Say groovy. <laughs> Say the word. Hola, cyber friends. I'm Bruce Campbell. You know me as Ash Williams, the dude who saved the world from evil. I'm here to bring you the lowdown on the upcoming Evil Dead, the game. You and your friends will team up as classic Evil Dead heroes to live the nightmare. You'll use savage finishing moves or tear evil a new one. Or, oh, if Jesus. you're not into the whole save the world thing, we have another option. Wait, what? You play as the vile Kandarian demon itself. Okay. But who would want to do that? He'd be a dick. With the power of possession in your arsenal, you'll scare those goody two-shoes to death. Literally, you can do that if you're a See, now this is a game that I look at and I go, somebody wants to play this. Not like that previous game that looked like the most generic, why would anyone ever want to touch this game with a 10 foot barge ball thing. This, I fucking understand. Good tone, satisfying looking gameplay. There's a pace to the gameplay, which is like interesting. Soon you'll Everything looks like it's meaty and has weight to it. 
It was no accident that Ash always wore brown pants. This looks cool. I don't like scary films. I've never seen the. I know they're not all scary. <laughs> I'm not completely oblivious. But yeah, even though I've never seen the films, I'm still looking at this like this looks cool. Okay, guys. Now it's time for the grand finale to the show. Oh, okay. This is Did extremely special. Yeah. Today, it's I am so deeply honored to be given the opportunity to share this next game. It comes from one of our industry's most acclaimed developers and a previous Game of the Year winner at the Game Awards. I want to personally thank this developer for believing in my vision of Summer Game Fest as a new way to bring all of us together for a cross-industry yeah, they're probably uh, not too thrilled right now, right but way. okay. So, without further ado, please gonna sit himself. back and enjoy this truly spectacular world premiere. It is finally time. Fucking hell. He's hemorrhaging. Oh my god, is it Elden Ring? <laughs> Fucking is as well. <laughs> okay. George R. R. Martin created a game with the Dark Souls people. Guided by grace, once lost. The Golden Order is broken to its core. Okay, summoned a, a horse. That's kind of interesting. Giant Shadow of the Colossus creature. Also interesting. Foul tarnished. In search of the Elden Ring. He said it. Emboldened by the flame of ambition. They said flame. Will they say the word soul? They will fight. And they will die. In an unending okay. curse. Is that the curse? Curse the undead? You gotta do all the things. Horse does jumble jump. To be born. Well, a lowly tarnished, playing as a lord. 
I command you. That is a lot of hands. Something I wonder about from watching this trailer, the action looks potentially very cool. I, I, I worry that the quicker pace action in like a Souls-like game won't really work, but I mean, that's just me. I didn't, I don't think Sekiro works, by the way. I thought it was a really bad game, despite me completing it. <laughs> so that's where my sort of, where I sit on the soul, Dark Souls thing. Um, it doesn't look very impressive, right? I mean, the, the art style and direction is obviously out of this world. It actually um, happened. But like the Demon Souls thing on PS5 looks saw, incredible. This just looked like gen, current gen. It's so incredible. an Xbox 360 game. So you know? And the team at From for Not necessarily a bad thing or even necessarily important because like I said, oh their art direction looks incredible all the time so that's Thank fine you so much to all the developers who took but yeah that demon souls remake looks it means so much to me fantastic continues all weekend this Netflix even i know i'm looking at 480p tomorrow, fucking no don't tweet me um, Sunday, Square Enix as well. it just looks really modern to summer and a ton of other amazing Does that make sense as a critic criticism? Very excited to I don't know. They have in store for us as well. Gameplay. As for me, there was a lot more gameplay looking stuff than I expected. The last time we looked at Elden Ring, it was just like, and this December, here's a big fellow so with a ring. It's the, the next Dark Souls people's game. Is this? There's a lot of stuff that looks a lot like gameplay that is interesting. More details are coming later but what I summer. like about Dark Souls is like, being a part of game Fest, you know, you pick the armor you're wearing, you pick the weapon, you level it up, you find a new shield, right or do I want to try out the shield? I might have to change what weapon I'm using to try the shield out, but I do want to try it. It's got good stats. All that stuff is what I like about Dark Souls games that I didn't get from Sekiro at all, uh, and I didn't really get from Bloodborne. Um... So hopefully I get it from Elden Ring? I don't know, maybe all of the um, all the sort of characters look like they had their set armor. So it doesn't look like I'm gonna get that. But who knows, but yeah, okay, so that's it. Summer Game Fest is over. Uh, I already voiced a lot of this during the show, but very disappointing. Um, a lot of weird choices. Anytime a celebrity was talking, apart from in that Evil Dead trailer where it really worked, um, all the time celebrity was talking, it felt like a waste of time. Um, Jeff Goldblum rambling just to announce a sequel to a Jurassic Park park building game. No, thank you. Uh, Hideo Kojima chatting shit with fuck all to show and that Death Stranding trailer of Norman Reedus jumping in and out of a box took like five minutes which could have been devoted to like two or three other games felt like a massive waste talking to Giancarlo Esposito great actor but the second <laughs> I called that he was going to say oh, I'm not the, I'm not a bad guy my character's complex and it's like ugh, we, we literally all knew what you were going to say before you said it so what a waste of time. 
that's like 15 minutes if you cut all that out and replace it with other stuff, right? Um, the Call of Duty segment felt unnecessary. Two British guys talking about how long they've known each other. This guy, I've known this guy fucking 20 fucking years. Let me tell you, this guy knows how to fucking make a game. It's like, well, have you made any games? Nah, we've not made any games. But we're with PlayStation. Like, what a waste of fucking time. A lot of the games they showed didn't look particularly interesting. A few too many games that you look at and go, that's generic, that's generic. Why would anyone play this? Nobody want, Nobody's excited by that. Uh, there was that game that I don't remember the title of where all the background was watercolour and it looked incredible. And then the main character was like, I am temporary character that you will paint over when the game's closer to being finished. Uh, <laughs> like just really strange, really strange stuff. There's a, a lot of stuff that had potential that I don't think will meet it. Like, I've heard people talk about Assault and Sanctuary for a long time as this 2D Dark Souls, which I'm not asked about because Dark Souls and 2D sounds dog shit. Uh, and they showed a sequel to that, which made me think I'm really glad I never played the original because this looks lame. <laughs> which is probably not what they were going for. Um, really excited for Wonderlands. Um, but I already expected that to be at the Gearbox thing on uh, Saturday. So... I was expecting the they had the actress who played Tiny Tina. I expected her to say, watch the thing on Saturday for more. But she didn't. Was, are they not going to show more? Are they just going to replay that trailer and talk about it a little bit? Like, Maybe I won't actually do a podcast for that then. Because there were rumours that that was what it was going to be. And the fact that it is that is good. I really enjoyed thinking about playing that game. Uh, I'm really excited for Wonderlands. But that's it, you know. The Evil Dead game looked... that. So there was... Um, God, I forget what it was called. It was just such an onslaught. That game that was like a twin joystick shooter where I said the shooting looks like it has no impact at all. Like, watch that trailer and then watch the Evil Dead trailer where every hit is like massive wind-up, satisfying hit. The enemy reacts to it like they've just been hit by a sledgehammer when they have been hit by a sledgehammer. Or, you know... Bruce Campbell whip his shotgun out and shoot somebody and they just fucking go down instantly because the shotgun was just like, bang. Like, that's the shit you want in any game. It's just that level of impact. And it was just completely missing from that previous game. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I'm just trying to kind of hit on things that are coming to me as I remember, but I don't think so, you know. Um, overall, very disappointing. Um... Wonderlands and Elden Ring is it for me. Um, it's not. It wasn't like other things where, like I remember that uh, that Annapurna game. Is it called Eleven? Um, twelve. It might be actually called Twelve. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like a twelve-minute time loop, and you have to figure out what's going on, and it's all told top-down, and it looks really cool. Uh, and they annoyingly they got big-time voice actors. I think it's like Daisy Ridley. And um, who's the guy who plays Professor X? Uh, James McAvoy. And I was a bit like, ah, now a load of people are going to play that because of the famous voice actors. Whereas I wanted to play it before they even announced that. <laughs> but there was nothing like that. There was no game where I saw it and I was like, oh. 
I didn't know what this was before right this second, but I'm interested. Which is kind of what you're always looking for. Um, so, going forward, what next? Uh, I think the next thing is the Ubisoft thing. Um, there are a bunch of indie shows as well in between all the other stuff that I'm just not going to be watching because I'm not that asked about. Um, I'm sure there'll be some good games on them. You know, there's always those like indie hits, but I just can't watch an entire day's worth of press conferences and podcast about them. I just can't. Um, so what I'm thinking I'll do, which was suggested to me by my friend Andy on Twitter, which is a great idea, is I'll do the um, the ones that I was going to do. Ubisoft, Gearbox, although I might not do Gearbox now, now that I know they didn't talk about Wonderlands being on it. Um, the Xbox thing, obviously, and the Nintendo thing, obviously. And then after that, once everything's wrapped up, then I might do a separate podcast that's just like, okay, let's look back at everything that was announced at E3 that I didn't cover in my press conferences. So if there is something brought up in one of those indie ones, like the Devolver digital one that they always have, that's always really, I'll watch it, but it's not something you would react to, you know. It's more like a TV show <laughs> episode. Um, you know, if there's good games announced on those, then I'll talk about them on that, that like roundup afterwards. But, yeah, so that was it. I, I still enjoyed having like a game thing around E3 like this, but there's definitely growing pains, I think, in future years if we need to do this again. Maybe we're still locked down by this time next year. It could happen. Maybe we won't be all fully vaccinated. Um, then I certainly uh, hope they learn some lessons, make it more about the games, um, less about the terrible, famous people. Uh, <laughs> But that's for another time. For now, I'll say thank you for listening. Uh, much more to come this weekend. Feel free to tweet at me, at GameBanter on Twitter. Uh, what you liked, what you didn't like, whether you completely disagree with me, which I'm sure you will because I disliked almost everything, <laughs> or whether you agree with me about anything. I'm Hey, if you want to go all the way on Twitter just to tell me you agreed with me, I have no problems with that. I will listen to that. 10 times out of 10, my ego could do with it, to be honest. So for now, I'll say thank you for listening, and I'll catch you on Saturday for Ubisoft.